How dare you question me? I'm, not, I'm capable. I'm really not. Speaking of I know you are. I've seen you write an entire show driving to LA. I know. Remember that one time we drove to LA and yes. I wrote an entire television show that yes. we then filmed the yes. next day? Yes. Daddy, what's your safe word? <laughs> Uh, that's your safe word? Damn it. Yes, sir. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today, what, Daddy, what are you? Where, where you, are you? you have to tell me when you're recording. <laughs> I'm always recording. Am I? Oh, double checks if you're recording. And welcome back to the Sex Education Podcast. It's got a few kinks. We are finally back home for once oh in my God. actual weeks. We have been on the road for four weeks in a row. Actual weeks. But Daddy, what the hell are you wearing for the I'm, patrons here today? I, you know, so we, know. Uh-huh. we yeah. did a whole episode on being submissive and I thought, why are we dressed as tops if it was ask a sub anything? We should have been dressed as subs. We did not think that one all the way through. So today, I dress as a sub for you Patreons. Thank you so much. And I dre- I also dress as a sub who likes eating things. Look, I, my, okay, call, my jingle collar, jingles. Collar. That is, it's not ASMR, okay? Get ASM, are you sure you're a sub? Oh, Jesus. Okay, you can't hear the... Anyway, you're missing out if you're not on Patreon. Uh, uh, which all... To describe, give you a visual. Uh huh. Go ahead. I, oh, yes. I, I am completely naked with just leather cuffs and a leather collar. Yes. And a big honking nose ring. Which I love your nose ring. It's very, it's very animalistic, but it makes kissing you very hard sometimes. Really? Yeah, Why? Because the ball is on the top of your lips. So I keep getting balls in my lip. <laughs> You've never balls complained about face. that before. Well, I, I usually I'm in the right mindset for those kind of balls. Anyway, Daddy, today's episode is all. We're going to continue your sub questions. Yeah. Because all the questions you sub. There were a ton. There were a ton. There was a ton. There was a ton. How many? A ton. I agree. So I was actually on Twitch the other night, and I always do like AMAs just to kind of, you know, chat with chat. What's an, uh, amazing? AMA. What's uh, ask ask me anything. Oh. AMA. It's, a, it's an internet <laughs> thing, which I figured even Sound you knew what amazing. it yeah. <laughs> And I, I was just like talking about how, for instance, when we did the Ask a Sub episode, we, we tweet stuff out, and then after the fact, we'll post the video, and there are like, 200 more new questions in right. it. Right. And so you're and like, I'm like, where were these questions? They're great. But like, we already did the episode and all of you guys, you guys don't follow us on Twitter. So please follow us on Twitter. If you want your question answered, my God, just so you know, when he's, when he's scrambling to get a show together, he'll put out something on Twitter and you? ask for a response. I don't scramble. But also, also you do ask our Patreons and they're very quick to respond. It's true. And sometimes so. I do ask the patrons specifically for like patron episodes or episodes I want just yep. for the patrons. But I'm just saying, if you're listening to this and you never get your questions answered, follow us on Twitter because I see them and I love your questions. Yeah. We just, we, you never, you, you need to ask. It's, it's a time thing to answering everything. Anyway, I figured rather than typing away on Twitter and answering all the questions on Twitter. We'll just do a podcast yeah, on it. Yeah, let's do, let's do the questions that showed up after the episode from all of you who watch the, the YouTubes um, or just follow us on the medias. So daddy. Uh, the first question that I see here on the the YouTube comments, first of all, actually, this episode did very well. So thank you all for watching it. Thank you, YouTube, for once, for monetizing it. <laughs> Can um, I say what you're so upset about? Oh, go ahead. Um, so he spent so much time wait, wait, wait. and effort. No, this wasn't my tea, but I did, okay. Don't let it happen. So, let it happen. You're a sub. Let it happen, please. Do I, do I have consent to make it happen? 
Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, oh, um, oh. So, <laughs> go ahead. He put so much work and effort into the puppet episode, and it was so suppressed and not viewed. And we had a new sponsor, and it made us like he I'm was upset. so disappointed. Oh, I am upset about that. And then the ask a sub anything was pretty easy i mean it was just our take on being a sub and <laughs> that did it phenomenally well which just proves youtube is fucked so again i am so <laughs> thankful that people watch all of our stuff yeah. but when i put my heart and soul into an episode like that ask us or not the ask us up the like the like the puppet episode i am so upset and and just so sad when nobody gets to see it because we spent so much time and I thought it was a really funny episode. It was very good. It was very good. Everyone, it was critically acclaimed. By who? It just, you know, you know how the big, good art movies are really appreciated by the mass, well, not by the mass audiences, but by. Yeah. By, by the, people at mass. The diehard fans. Midnight mass. Diehard fans. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And, and, and the smart people. So, <laughs> go ahead. So uh-huh. just, just think of it as it was critically acclaimed. Uh, well, thank you for well. Thank you. Your no, I do realize that on the puppet episode, the audio was forked, and that's because it was our first time doing three audios. It was three audios that we were working with. So, how does that make a fork? Never mind. Are, are there three prongs and a fork? Anyway, speaking of questions, let's get into the questions. Which, okay. first of all. Uh, the first one I see. Would you stop jingling this over there? This collar is would you, itchy. Would you stop? I haven't you, worn a collar in a long time. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I don't make a good sub. Okay. Did you wait, actually? Do you have any tea this week? I do have some tea. Okay. I did play the uh, opening, and I am going to drag my muscle pup um, tech guy. Oh. So I have this pup who. Um, works for Apple and he does all my IT and every time he comes over he tries to update my stuff and every time oh, I say no. no don't do it because I I know where everything is and nothing oh, da, 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 da. No. and every time anything is ever upgraded technology wise it fucks everything up so this morning and he's like no no sir that's not gonna happen don't worry da, da, da. this is like seamless it's apple what could go wrong well anyway so this morning i'm just simply trying to move some things around my desktop and everything i tried to move went off my desktop i'm like nope that's not where i where is it going where did it go now i don't see it Daddy, so. you and technology, I swear. And then Uh-oh, I go an to then. I go to open my email, which you know I have several email addresses. You're so popular that are in well, get that electronic it's mail. It's a lot of business, uh huh, um, and personal, uh, and it's all in the iApple email server thingy majig. So uh, uh, okay, that's the technical yeah, term of for course. It. Anyway, so I go to look at my first email. You need your password and da, 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 da. and and of course I went through this with Badge yesterday. He's like, "Do you have all your passwords?" I'm like, "Yes, it's all in LastPass." So, no, LastPass didn't have any of. It. I spent four hours this morning <laughs> redoing all of my emails and email. Don't uh, so kids don't update anything. This it's 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 a trick. It's a trap. <laughs> I knew it from the beginning, and yeah, I'm never doing it again. You're spreading I never, fake news. <laughs> never, never, did you try, never Daddy, update. did you try sub 
submitting a ticket. Uh, oh, 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 oh. oh no. And all of this happened because uh, my uh, iMessages uh-huh. st- started freezing. And every time it would freeze, I'd, try, I'd have to force close it. And it would say, submit a ticket. And I would. But what the fuck does that do? <laughs> it, just, it just goes off into nowhere. Nobody calls me. Nobody fixes it. <laughs> these tickets. Every day I was sending tickets every day. And I, who knows where tickets go? Daddy. Oh, my God. What a great. What a, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, this should really just God. be tech tea. Tech tea. <laughs> I, I swear. It's always just you complaining about technology. Anyway. To be fair to Muscle Pup Badge, he did get on the phone with me this morning and walk me through Aww. some things, but it's still broken. But. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you asked. I oh, No, I, I, I did. I'm a sub with some issues. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of submitting questions, y'all asked some questions here on uh, the YouTubes. And the first question uh, says, can we just talk about how good Christopher looks in that hat? Not, well, I guess it is technically a oh, question. Oh, I, I noticed that. A lot of, <laughs> so that is a meerkat. And I noticed one of the comments was Christopher's eyebrows uh, were disappearing. You know that is the point of a mirror cap. Somebody so. says. Somebody said. Uh, speaking of eyebrows, somebody said, "Amp, you don't need to do your eyebrows." Did you see that? Oh, comment? I saw that. And I was like, "What do you mean? Wait, I don't do my eyebrows." They said, "Stop waxing your eyebrows." I know. I was like, "What?" <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, this is the eyebrow episode. No, a mirror cap was also a cruising cap back in the day, back in my day. Um, so you would wear one, and then you could cruise. You could check out everyone in the room, but they couldn't see your eyes. So they wouldn't know that you're looking at their package or looking them up and down. And until it was someone you wanted to do eye contact back, and then you lift your head a little bit and they can see your eyes. So that was the art of cruising, and that's where meerkaps came into play. Agreed. Um, And then the, oh, actually, here's a question. And this person keeps commenting every week, pretty much the same thing. So I want to just, I want to, I'm not going to say your username, but you know who you are. Um, Every week they say, but what about nonverbal safe words? We have literally gone over this topic so many times. Nonverbal safe words, totally a thing. Whether you're submissive or dominant. Um, Nonverbal safe words are a thing. That The question being, are they a thing? They're a thing. Stop commenting that we need to talk about it because we've literally covered it so many times. Yeah. Um, but it's where you, you can do like, what's your favorite kind of nonverbal safe word, daddy? Punching them in the nuts. Stop it. That is not a safe word. It'll make them stop. People are going to cancel you for being funny uh, or trying to be. Um, nonverbal safe words, if you have like a gag in your mouth, can be like shaking your head in a circle or like shaking it back and forth and humming a specific kind of thing. Like, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Or you could like hum the ABCs like this, daddy. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, no, I can hear that. Okay, well, lovely. Okay, you no, you can. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, uh huh. Now I know my ABCs. And daddy, what's your nonverbal safe word for the day? <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to shut me up. Okay, here's a question from the Carver who says, "How does an experienced sub deal with and or react to a less experienced top?" Ooh. That's an interesting question. Yeah. So this is an interesting thing. And I and I find it happens sometimes to me a lot too. Because wow. Humble brag much? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, it, when I'm playing with younger doms, let's put it that way, or newer doms. Okay. I've been around the block because I'm older and I've done it a, a little bit. 
So what I tend to do is after the scene is over, say, oh, you know what I really liked was when you did this, this, and this. You know what you could have done on top of that? That would have made it, taken it to the next level. You could have done this, this, this. So giving positive feedback without deflating them about Mm. not knowing how to do it. Um, the other thing is during the scene, if there's something I really want, like if I wanted to be gagged and they're just not doing it, I would say permission to get a gag, sir. Or, um, so topping from the bottom. Yeah, well, yeah. No, but no, in no. a very no, respectful way. No, but yeah. I know. And a lot of people, when you say the term topping from the bottom, they think that you're like calling them a brat. Well, I mean, sometimes you are. But, well, but it like, depends on how you do it. Yeah. If you're like, it's all about tact. If you're like, okay, tie me up. Now put a butt plug in me. Now do this, do this, do this. No, that's, that's, no top is going to really enjoy that. No, but I like, I like your point being like, if, if there's something you really need or want in order to get off or really enjoy the scene, yeah, you should just say, may I or can you? Or I always are, say are, permission. Permission. Yeah, that's per- a good word. Permission I like that. to. Because like then it gives them the right or the decision making. They can say yes or they could say no. No, suck it up and do what I'm trying to do. And then I'd be like, okay, we'll never play again. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, like just that. be like encouraging, that. be respectful and keep the ball in their court and then, and make it hot. Just say, Hey, sir, would you like it if I was down on all fours right now? Yeah. yeah. See my, and, and kind of piggybacking on your, your comment. I, I like sandwich compliments. You set, you give them a positive. Oh, you do that to me all the time. I do. By the way. Well, this because, is how this well, is how the puppy thing, gets though. me to do what he wants. No, that's how I give you positive reinforcement that you don't take offense to, because but you I have take to take offense to everything. That's true, but <laughs> but what I love about you is that you listen, and then I do, I do, I do think that you could listen a bit better. But the way you follow through at the end is See so so good. Them. See, just, that was a perfect example right there. The next question is: um, it comes from ooh ooh ooh. I'm trying to find a question real quick. Um, why isn't the episode longer? Well, Mitchell. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. That, so many people are like, it's too long. We, our, our our episodes are usually twenty five to no, thirty minutes. I know, but okay. I think they were saying that, that they really enjoyed it. They wanted it to be longer. Which oh, I appreciate. Well, it. listen to our podcast because we extend them now. <laughs> true, it's true. Um. Okay. Oh, what other ask a episodes are you going to do? Honestly, well, we should do ask a dom. Yeah, I feel like that would be that would be appropriate considering. We did a sub first. Ask a puppy. Yeah, I could do a puppy one. I, I saw some people wanted an, a littles one. Some people wanted a verse one or a switch one. And that's where someone that tops and bottoms, which I think would be a good idea. I like that idea. Okay. Um, yeah. I see episodes coming up in 2022. Well, I really like the idea of that because they're really easy to do with just our, our honest feedback, which people like and, mm-hmm. and our experiences and anecdotes. Um, but I guess the question to our audience would be, and this is for anyone listening, like let us know on the social medias, what do you want to see? Because our, our episode ideas, sometimes the best episode ideas come from the audience and their, their feedback as far as something they want to see, you know? Agreed. Is there a specific one you'd like to see? Like, is there one that you wish that we would do uh, obviously dom, dom dom yeah dom dom's gonna happen but is there any like specific kinks mm. you can say no as well but i just want to ask a pony oh 
Okay. But maybe ask a pet player. Maybe ask a pet player and then we get a bunch of different pet play in there. Maybe find another pet player of some sort. Hmm. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, okay. This one from Die Ossentier fan. I don't know. I don't know who that is, but they're a fan of them. Uh, says, I'm confused. I thought being a Dom sub and top bottom are totally different things. Like a top can be a sub, right? So the, we, we differentiated that like there's usually a, a sub who is the bottom and a top who is the Dom. That, of course, is a generalization that we made for the episode in the sake of just trying to make it easy to understand. Sure. And <clears throat> so I, I think what we're what they're trying to do is separate like uh, top mm. being someone who's penetrative and bottom being someone who's being penetrated. Um, okay. And there are lots of cases in <clears throat> BDSM where the dom likes to get penetrated. I mean, tops have prostates too. Um, so yeah. So when we say, but generally we say a dom is a top and a sub is a bottom. Um, yeah, of course there are always exceptions to rules. Absolutely. Um, and rules are made to be broken and sometimes subs are made to be broken too. <laughs> With consent. Of course. Um, and speaking of subs, uh, Tasley asks, how do you get into the sub mentality? Like how um, do you get I, into this? I felt space? like we covered that just a little bit, but did, I, I but mean, it's, it's definitely a subspace. Um, and it is creating the environment with the person that you're with that takes you out of your reality that weighs you down in a way. Mm -hmm. So putting a collar around my neck actually puts me in a subspace. Um, different pieces of gear will put me in a subspace. Blindfolds put me in a subspace where I can't see what's going on in the room. Sure. Um, so feel like we covered that a little bit we did we did we, we did to but reiterate that yeah but i it's a question it's a okay. question okay so I, I, we're answering it um the next question ooh, ooh, ooh. oh sorry it answered a question for me it's usually the dynamic because again emotionally i have to be invested in the person in order to really want to play with them so it's, it's the dynamic for me. Uh, also for me it is kind of um getting <clears throat> in a quiet mode and preparing for the scene, hmm. just getting either geared up or creating the room for the environment to play in that it's kind of like cleaning out the dishwasher kind of <laughs> in a way. It gets me into a subspace to start preparing the room for how we're going to play. Fair, fair. Um, the next question how do you teach your partner to be dominant? They are willing to learn, but TBH, which stands for? To be honest. Well done. That oh, is, that's right. I got TBH, one. Um, they just don't, they don't know where to start. Well, that's really hard. It's hard to teach a dom when you're their sub Ooh. how to dom you yeah daddy doesn't take feedback very well you saw the sandwiches only feed him so much <laughs> only so much no i mean it, it, i mean it really is a lot of that has to come from the dom and i think that just experience trial and error 
um, get you there watching some porn that you both enjoy and you can point out the things that you like to them. Um, and can we try this next time in the bedroom? I liked, I liked when I saw him licking boots. Why not? But yeah, play some porn. That was actually in our coming, our coming out as kinky video, which is coming yeah. out. Oh, it, it already came out when this podcast <laughs> is up. Um, ironically enough. Uh, but it was one of our big things of like introducing your partner to kinks in general is like, show them something that turns you on and explain yeah. why even, you know, I've had lots of, yeah, I, I get to know a Dom sometimes through Twitter, um, when they're new and we exchange pictures of what we're into. And if they're like into like, say more of a fetish than I am, I can, I can quickly say, Oh yeah, that's not my thing, but I, I, I get it. Um, and they can do the vice versa to me. Um, so it gives the Dom ideas of what you like when you send them pictures, images, stories of scenarios that you're into. Agreed. Yeah. I think that that works well because you're able to say like why it feels this way, why you like it, what parts you can even, and even correct it and be like, well, while this is a fantasy, I don't want it to be that, fu like yeah, that, that sometimes hard reality that. is yeah. not the same as, so that's where you have to be careful. If you, if like you're sending pictures of somebody like bloody and beaten on a cross. Why, yeah. why is it immediately blood? Oh my God. Well, I, I mean, some, some, some of the fan fiction for BDSM is that it's very sadomasochistic and and yeah, probably not for your first time. Um, but, and it probably turns you on in the bedroom, but the physicality of it probably does not. So until you get there. Agreed. Yeah. Good answer. Thank you. Um, I, I'm bad in a thousand today. I, I didn't know we were playing sports. Sports. So the next question from Fireheart asks, Bork Bork, La Borka Bork, Woofen Bork, Bark Bark and Bark. Is that a pup question? Actually, yes. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. Thank you for asking. <laughs> oh my God. How do they, how do you know? Today's uh, sponsor of the podcast, as, as they are a lot of the time, is Manscaped. And Manscaped is the perfect tool for putting you in sub mode because you can shave your sub down perfectly smooth. In order to build them up as the perfect sub. <laughs> now... I know we talked a lot about gift giving in the in the episode itself. Ask us up anything. Well, are y'all ready for some gifts this time of year? Ho, 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 you naughty reindeers. Yes, that's in the ad read, so I apologize for that joke. <laughs> Christmas is almost here, and I caught mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, because daddy had a hairy bush. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Daddy, you, stop, stop letting mommy kiss <laughs> Santa um, Claus over there. I don't let mommy kiss anything anymore. <laughs> That's right. It is holiday season and time to buy some gifts for your man, woman, or just person. Now, what is a great gift that someone could buy just for literally anyone this time of year, Daddy? Uh, the Weed Whacker. Yeah. Or the Manscaped Perfect Performance Package 3.0, which includes the Weed Whacker. It also includes some lovely, uh, the Lawn Mower, which has that skin safe proprietary I almost said software. I'm so used to software. Uh, trimmer blades, which means that it's not going to, it's going to reduce nicks and cuts and make sure that you're, you know, not harming yourself down there. You don't want to harm yourself. Without, with, yeah, yeah. No, no self-harm, please, ever. Uh, now, if you love a dong as much as we do, then it's time to get cleaned up. So don't use your old trimmer that you use on your face Use instead the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. Now, I will say, though, I use my Lawnmower 3.0 on everything, including my face. 
It is my new favorite trimmer for my, my facial hair because it gets nice and close, but it doesn't it doesn't get it all the way down to the skin because that's how you get ingrowns. Is that what you use on your eyebrows too? No, I don't. I don't ever <laughs> shave my eyebrows. That comment was so weird. Call back. Call back. No, good, good call back. But I was just like, what do you mean? I don't, I don't do my eyebrows. I don't get it. But if you're looking to be hip and put one of those little lines in your eyebrow, like all the cool kids, the, the perfect performance careful. package will help. That's called the Scottish brow. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Thank you. Um, so, if you're ready to get some nuts toasted by the fire while you trim, uh, get the perfect performance package. Uh, the Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside a hot new package, which makes for the perfect holiday gift this season. It's literally everything your person needs to get your hair trimmed, cut, and smelling nice down there because the performance package does come with all the best deodorizers that they carry. Um, not only smells good, fits in a stocking if you're looking to stuff something, and for ladies, this is also the perfect gift for your man. And trust me, he or they will thank you. It is a good stocking stuffer. I'm always looking for the perfect size stocking stuffer. Yeah. Can you give me that stocking stuffer motion again? <laughs> my, my Whoa, oh, oh, my God. oh my God. I swear God. I'm not jacking off right now. So <laughs> if you're looking to get your own savings and the perfect gift this holiday season, look out, look out for Manscaped at manscaped.com and use offer code WATS20. Again, that is what, Daddy? WATS20. Thank you, Manscaped. Now, Back to the questions, though. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm looking for a question mark. Do you mark have a here. really good one? I'm looking for like, a really good like one. A deep dive. What are you sub. doing? Oh. Um, ooh. Okay. This next question from Mond Kreischer asks, so is it role play as a sub or dom, like in a theater? Or, well, because with different names and personalities and stuff, I can't imagine to sub while being myself. Like they're themselves, like how they act in every day. I really don't like it when people tell me what to do, but I do like the idea of being a sub, especially if bratty nature is involved. I just want to try and understand the concept. So they're asking about role play. Well, they're asking if being a sub, a sub or a dom, I guess in this situation is like role play in theater. So like acting out a, a, a scene. Yeah. Most BDSM is like acting um i I mean i I agree i agree most (laughs) most of those big scary leathermen you see at the eagle smoking cigars they're into show tunes they're into cooking they're into this is acting (laughs) that's so (laughs) so true um but yeah and and when you're done with the scene you know i i do this i can i can become this very stern tough character that tells you to bend over spread your hole do that um but then after you know i like to joke around and kid and be my normal self like i am on this podcast true yeah. um i think that i think that it requires a bit of acting but that's because you're you're fulfilling a fantasy obviously you're not a sub 24 7 365 most and, people and fantasies are just that they're fantasies it's like a cartoon in your head yeah so you are if you can dive into it and get into it, um, it's very fun, playful experience. Yeah. It's a role that you're playing. I mean, it is role play, but it's just a role that you're playing. I can be, I can be a a sub sometimes and a top other times. Um, and that's just, that's just, it depends on the other person, the other person that you are having a role play with. And some people do are able to, if this is their mindsets, extend it to a 24 seven, 
all the time scenario, but that is very few and far between because um, life gets in the way, work gets in the way, family gets in the way, people in your orbits get in the way <laughs> of living that lifestyle 24-7. Agreed. Yeah. Um, this is actually very odd. Um, from Stoic Vampire Pig, they said, can you guys not gross me out with a thumbnail, please? What? <laughs> what is wrong with a thumbnail? I don't it's know. Me. It's just a picture of you. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Shade. Oh. Why did that gross you out? <laughs> That's so rude. Is it my mirror cap? I don't know. That's so strange. Um, and then right after that, a question from someone named Derp that says, how many Derp. phone calls did Mr. Christopher have before filming this? <laughs> none. I had none. Wait. Actually, you didn't have any that day. No, that's true. Wait, why? Why am I being called out? I, I don't know, but I laughed. Uh, <laughs> uh, Derp being so shady. <laughs> I'm gonna go take a phone call. I'll be right back. No, Daddy, can you explain what a phone call is? People, people still don't get it. Can we say it on this? Yeah, it's a, yeah. People don't care on the podcast. If we talk oh. about pot. So when the puppy is twitching um, on Twitch, not just like having a Twitch <laughs> seizure. Stop. Not when he's well, having a funny. seizure. That's not funny. <laughs> when when he he twitches for a long time, four or five hours at a time. And so once in a while he likes to get a little lucid and enjoy a little four twenty. Um and lucid. <laughs> it makes him funnier. So <laughs> sometimes he needs Excuse it. me. <laughs> See? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he can't do it on camera, obviously, because that's against terms of service. And I wasn't it Tyler Oakley or someone who came up with this? They Tyler said, Oakley was the first one I heard use the term okay. phone call. So they would say, excuse me, I got to go take a phone call. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of a 420 hit. Yeah. Off camera. Yeah. Well, so, now, now he takes them on camera. And, you know, once in a while, I will as well when we're shooting something that's supposed to be funny uh, because it makes me sillier. Um, and But I haven't done it in a long time, truthfully. Oh, really? Pot? Well, on on air, no. Oh yeah, no. We usually we usually keep it away from the on air stuff because brand 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 wise, honestly, that's kind of funny. If I can step back for a second, we're worried about brand safety with like drugs and pot, but we literally talk about sex. Like that's why people <laughs> don't want to work with us is generally the sex part. It's the sex part, not the drugs. I see so many of my friends get like special PR boxes from all of the big gaming companies and like all the social media companies. We have never gotten one in our, our fucking life, like ever. How do, you, how do you how does that make you feel i love seeing my friends get sponsored and shit but like we could sponsor things I, I just I, it's so it's so unfair that people don't want to work with us just because we talk about sex education that's that's my stance that's how i feel maybe you need to smoke more pot no no <laughs> maybe you'll get those gift boxes no oh, Jesus. <laughs> you'll get all that lucrative hemp commercial cash i can't, I can't. <laughs> um 420 ka-ching the next question which uh, is a, a high rolling quest. No, I don't know. Um, I've heard of doms that have been called out for abuse, but can subs also be abusive? Ooh, I think so. Oh no, I, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, I've, uh, I've actually <laughs> listened to a couple subs and like, <laughs> that's not kind. <laughs> well, uh, can you elaborate? What do you mean by not kind? Uh, Besides just being rude. Well, kind of 
dissing the Dom and what they did oh, publicly. Oh. Um, I find it to be a little bit abusive. It's not respectful. Um, or mm. um, critiquing in a way that's highly negative. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't appreciate that. What are you thinking? Oh, well, I just meant like, uh, I think, I think everyone's capable of being abusive, but sure. that's, that's regardless of how you're identifying in a, in a role play, uh, or in a play at all. Um, I think that subs can sometimes be a little gaslighty. Uh, yes, a little, I was a little just bit about more to say gaslighting doms. because subs do lead a dom on a lot of times and then do no shows. And you don't realize what a dom has to go through to set up a scene and get prepared and everything. So when you're a no show for something like that, it's kind of it's disappointing. Abusive. Well, and, and, <laughs> and the flip side of that, um, this last year during COVID, I think somebody, I forget their name, but I follow them on Twitter because of it. And they went viral because they're like, you have no idea how much cleaning out I did. I could have had nachos, but I was waiting for this top. They were a sub. So like they were really upset. It was very funny, but also really sad at the same time <laughs> because they clearly. But do you think that's abusive? A top no showing. Yeah. Oh, no, but we're talking about subs, so much time. But we're talking about subs being abusive. I know. I know. And I was just I was just providing a, 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 the flip side of that. It's like. Sure. Anyone can be. I, I'm trying to think of more of the the subsidy of it. Um, I think I think like you said, bad talking a dom. I think gaslighting in a, a very bratty sort of way. Sometimes being too bratty can be a little abusive too, mm -hmm. um, and disrespectful. Um, and then uh, I think it's just not providing a what what can be inappropriate or just rude to the overall scene is not providing good communication, sure. wants and needs, and then turning around being like you were abusive to the dom right. i think sometimes it, it, it's a two-way street so like if we're not having a good conversation um sub and dom if they're not communicating properly one might think like the dom might think the scene was amazing but then the sub could turn around and bad talk the dom because they didn't properly express their wants and needs and then they felt cheated mm -hmm. and i think that that again goes to expectations and proper communication but that's how i could see a sub being more so abusive in a situation okay but i think both are capable Obviously, every interaction and engagement is different. Um, I, I, I think you know? doms tend to be more uh, abusive if, if someone's going to be abusive because they usually are the ones in control and with the power. But yeah, I think a sub can be as well. Agreed. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Um, how do you explain kink marks to your doctors or in the ER? I, well, I hope you're not in the ER, first of all. So please go i hope you're okay um second of all how do you explain kink marks to your doctor honestly i had this happen once mm -hmm. um when i didn't have a, a sex positive kinky positive doctor uh now dowdy and i both have a wonderful gay doctor oh, who kind he's, of listens to our content sometimes so hi amazing. if you're listening doctor we love you uh but i had a doctor once in seattle same doctor who kind of shamed me for wanting to get on prep when I was HIV negative because uh -huh. he didn't know what prep was. Um, I had some rope marks that were, I, I had like a little scar from a, a rope burn, which was, it was totally good. Like the Dom did nothing wrong. It was just us getting hot and heavy back in the day. And my doctor said, is that okay? It looks like ringworm. Is that okay? And I just quickly went with like, Oh, you know what? I, I happen to practice BDSM and just a little, little rope burn. We're fine. And they, they side-eyed the shit out of me. So I had this actually happen to me fairly recently. <gasps> um, Not from our lovely doctor, right? Well, so... Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. 
I I had to go to the doctor because I was having a bladder issue and it turned out I had a U- UTI. But okay. I have been wearing this lock-on cock ring um, and I've forgotten about it uh, because oh, no. the pony trainer had me in chastity all through October. Uh, you're dumb. My dumb. Yeah. And had me in chastity all through October. And then after October, uh, put me in this permanent cock ring that could lock on. And so it's like, it goes around the cock and balls and then also around the shaft and locks and doesn't come off. So I went to the, uh, doctor's office and forgot I had it on (laughs) and then realized when I was doing the urine sample, cause I had to pull it out. I was like, Oh, He's going to have to check. <laughs> I should probably not be wearing this. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> well, then so he thankfully, was... the key was on my car key. Ring. Oh, well, then so the I took it off. Shame you. No, I know, but okay. I thought... it could have very easily been something I forgot. And sure. then he would ask me to drop my pants and sure. check out the goods. And then I'd have to explain, oh, well, that didn't answer the question, but I, I, I appreciate that you had all the keys for once because <laughs> there have been instances before where you've not oh, had the keys. I have lost keys before. And yeah. that, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, anyway, to answer the question, you know, this comes from, and we talk about this a lot, like how you come to the table, whether it's in a relationship or to other people, is going to help dictate or set the parameters for how the conversation goes. If you come to the table looking embarrassed or upset that someone asked about your kinks or even coming towards the coming to it with a little bit of shame, which we are all capable of having, it's going to be a very negative conversation to begin with. Now, if you come to the table being like, oh, I have this wonderful partner, we practice BDSM, or you could even say it happened in the bedroom, so sorry about that, but we're, you know, we're all good. I think that's going to be a much more positive engagement and conversation. Yeah, but I kind of understand this question too, because you could actually get in trouble at a doctor's office with marks on you because there was a couple for a couple of years, they, they, I remember them giving me a piece of paper asking, are you being abused at home? This is a safe place. You can tell us that kind of thing. So if your doctor saw marks on you, they're going to immediately suspect something like that is going on at home. So Mm. yeah, it, it, it would be something to very be, be very conscious of, um, and, um, have a good explanation, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a hard one. Um, I mean, I would just say that's have, where, that's where real life gets in the way. Yeah, real <laughs> life happens. Real life happens. It's if fantasies all fun and games until reality, you know. Sure. So it's good to, I guess, in my mind, it's it's being and choosing the right doctor first and foremost. Like if you can, if you live in an area that has it, um, look for sex positive, queer, gay friendly doctors. But I've also, had them before that were not and it wasn't fun. But also all our health professionals that are out there listening, please tell us what you haven't seen. Especially in the ER with things shoved up people's asses. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm sure they oh. have seen pretty much everything oh. at this point. <laughs> so a personal anecdote, I a few years back, and I hope I get invited back. I was actually just emailing with them the other day. They were asking about my availability. It was like this big convention that literally talks to and has multiple days worth of a weekend for medical practitioners to come in and pretty much learn, continue learning. And they always have a bunch of sex workers on panels like the BDSM panel or talking about SESTA-FOSTA and sex workers and how to better protect them, but but also 
like treat situations like this appropriately. Oh my God. One of my favorite panels I've ever been a part of literally a packed room of like 300 doctors or nurse practitioners or just any, anyone in the medical field asking actual questions about like how bondage works or how many people are really into piss play or like asking all these really, really insightful smart questions that I have never experienced before. <gasps> Ask a doctor. <gasps> we should have a ooh, doctor on. Ooh, can we have our doctor on? <gasps> I would love to. Oh after, God, we've, after we've shamed him, him <laughs> and said that we... <laughs> That'll be the first question. Did you listen to the oh Ask a Sub podcast? Let's have a kinky doctor. That I would, would love a, that. That would be a great podcast. If anyone knows that. of a kinky doctor, put it in, in the message. Honestly, yeah, no, let us know. Let us know. I And again, I love our doctor. So like, I hope they don't hear this and like think that we're like shaming them. Uh, so, uh, sorry. Anyway, next question. Um, ooh, is there such thing as sub fatigue? Yes. <laughs> I think they mean like making decisions as a sub. Like, do you ever get fatigue making decisions in a scene? Yes, but as a dom, <laughs> why is the sub making the decisions? No, that you're asking if sub fatigue is a thing as well. Because um, dom fatigue, I think, is a little bit more prevalent because they're generally in control in some fashion, right? And, and subs are exhausting, yes. Oh, um. oh. <laughs> oh. wow. Canceled. No. But I think there is sub fatigue in that. So when you have like a demanding dom who's constantly having you do things for them and service them and da 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 da. And if that scale tips to the side of little to no enjoyment for the sub, mm. the sub is not really having a good time the, while they're enjoying the servitude and serving their master. It's human nature to feel taken for granted sometimes. So if they're not getting the rewards out of doing that, you're going to have a sub that is fatigued and probably going to bow out at some point because it's just, this is just too exhausting. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you need, it is you need to reward the sub at times. Yeah. Or they'll get overly exhausted and feel like they're not getting anything. And that's no right. fun. That's yeah. no fun. Scenes should be equal, equally gratifying, or at least yeah. meet the expectations of everyone involved, so long as it's a realistic expectation. And I think sometimes we forget that it, I think some people forget that it is a scene and scene take multiple people and you just got to be conscientious of the other person on the other side, yep. whether they're the top or the bottom or the dom or the sub or yep. the switch or the verse, you know, which I guess my question is, do you think those terms are interchangeable? What? Like sub, bottom, dom, top, or do you think that we should not use those any? Like, is there one that you use over the other when, when talking about the, the person who's doing the things and the person receiving? Like, what do you prefer? I, uh, I, I interchange between dom and top. Yeah. Um, because to me, there's so many different BDSM roles. So like even just in my life, you know, I have sirs, I, I, I serve, um, there are handlers when you're into pet play, there are alphas, there are so many different types of doms that I just kind of go towards top as a umbrella to cover them all. Um, what are you covering them from? What if they like piss play? <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. And I, I, we mean no disrespect if we're talking about tops and calling them doms or, or the, the vice versa. I think it's all about the terminology and how you identify as a kinkster in that regard. 
and that's always going to be different. So I, if you ever have a problem with the terminology we use, I welcome educated conversations, critiques, but being like kind and just being like, hey, I have a question and then going off and letting us know what your question is. I think that helps everyone involved and hopefully leads to a constructive conversation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next question. Ooh, how do you feel about 24-7 subs? Um, I think it's very hard to pull off. Oh, that's, um, that's fair. I mean, if, if they, they can do it and I, I know a couple that do it seamlessly and they've done it for years and years. Sorry. Um, a couple like as in multiple subs or a couple as in a couple of uh, like an a, actual physical couple, a, like a few. Oh, okay. 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 I, I've known a few of those dynamics. Um, I just think it's very few and far between in every day for, for the masses. Okay. Yeah, I think it's I think a, a lot wonderful of fantasy. Strive for it. Sure. Um, but it's it, not easy. It is not easy. Yeah, it's I not mean, easy. Yeah. And you have to. I know. I know some some full time subs, but they still have like a job, like a very high profile job, and I think that's why their dynamic works so well because they get that work out of the way, and then they are completely submissive in every other aspect of their life. Right. And we keep expressing that this is fantasy. Um, the BDSM dynamics in the bedroom is a fantasy and an escape from the reality that is your everyday life. So what those dynamics are able to do is turn their fantasy into a reality um, of an everyday life. And I think that's really hard to pull off. Oh, very, very. And I think, so that's, I guess what we're saying is it's difficult. It's possible, but it's not always practical if that, if that makes sense. But that's a, that's a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's a tough one, but you know, live your best fantasy so long as you can. Um, I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. Who's the sub here? Who's, who's, who's more subby between the two of us? Honest question today or no, no no in general i'm quite i'm curious what you think who do you think is the the, the subbier of us uh i think i explore the sub dynamic dynamic more than you do i like you trying to justify this question um <laughs> okay i'm not justifying it i'm answering it i'm answering it truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> i think that you are inherently truly a puppy but mm. you have very dominant tendencies. Oh, thanks. So um, you like, you, I won't say control freak. You like to <laughs> have you control. Just you just did. No, no, no. I said what I won't say that. Gonna... I won't say it. But you do enjoy having control. And when people touch your things or move your things around or it, it, it skews your comfort level. A lot. Yeah, well, that's if, and if, yeah, I got my space and I like it. And in the bedroom, um, you're a little mischievous. You like to poke and prod. I love how he's not answering the question by just slandering me. No, I'm not <laughs> slandering you. These are good things, right? Um, I don't know that the term mischievous or you are mischievous. You're a puppy. That's what puppies are. Daddy, remember those sandwich compliments I was talking about? I have not I, heard I, a positive. I don't yet. know how to do that. <laughs> so, I'm a dom. I don't know how to sandwich. I think that daddy explores his sub side more, but I'm generally more submissive. Oh, do you? Okay. I think so. That's my thought. I mean, you... Notice how I said that without slandering you whatsoever or saying anything <laughs> negative. No, do you, do you, do you all hear that? 
Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I like both sides of the coin. I, I truly do enjoy doming and I truly enjoy subbing. So um, I don't know who's more sub. In our- I think I think just by by quantity, you. I think. Because uh, you, you think I sub more than you do. I know you do. Well, because okay. you're you're a little bit more you're a more sexual person, I'm which which there, I love yeah. about you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. But in our dynamic, I don't. No, correct. 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 Okay. Correct. Correct. But but that's fair. I didn't I didn't justify or cl- clarify that. So, I was just curious. I was just curious. Okay. Um Good question. Good question. Thanks. Do you have any questions? Was that a good sandwich? Good question. No, that was not a good There was no There, there was, was no positive. top. There was no top to this sandwich. I'm the just top. the bottom. Just the <laughs> bottom. I'm no, the top. I'm a top. <laughs> you can't be the top. I'm a top. Um I just love I love that people to this day We'll still come like we were at MIR, which I think we should unpack. Let's end the episode by talking about that. Okay. But I loved the number of people that came up to me and they would start out first by just coming up and be like, I'm a top and like jokingly like say it to me. And I always, I always think it's fun and laugh and I appreciate that they appreciate our jokes, but then they're like, but really who's, who's the top? Who's the top? <laughs> well, and that's because I am publicly subby. So they probably think secretly you're like whipping me, tying me down and whipping me <laughs> and like, like daddy's what do you in mean a cage. Secretly? Right? <laughs> what do you mean secretly? Is that not what's happening right now? I'm not wearing the gigantic leather collar and I naked. did this for the show. Uh-huh. This is, this is a show. I did this for this the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> but how was your MIR? I really, truly enjoyed this MIR. I guess what is MIR? So uh, it's uh, Mr. International Rubber uh, in Chicago, and it happens every year in November. Um, They take over the uh, Gay and Lesbian Center. Center on Halstead. They have um, the basketball court upstairs or the gymnasium, Mm -hmm. and it's full of vendor booths. But in the middle is this play area that's quite spectacular. I don't think there's any other event that has a public play area like no. this. Well, and it's not just a play like the day that they and spoiler alert, there there will be a vlog probably about the time this comes out, I think. Oh, good. I hopefully if I had it at the time. <laughs> but the day beforehand, uh before the event, they set up similar to us, but we're setting up a tiny little booth with, you know, pegs and hanging things. Actually, it wasn't a tiny little booth. It was the biggest booth there. Okay, it, we we set up the biggest booth run by two people. <laughs> But they have an entire group of wonderful volunteers. Thank you, volunteers. Oh, yeah. They, they, they do a stellar job. And they set up this huge, it's, an, it's at least half the basketball court, padded area with tarps, like a huge rubber tarp that goes over it, and gigantic metal framing huge that you can hang. Rigging. You can hang with probably 10 people from it all Electric at once. motorized hoist, so yep. they, can, they can put a rubber puppy up in the air multiple multiple um, they have inflatables they have vac beds and vac racks and that's where the puppy mosh happens they're very well organized it's all quartered off and people are just it, it's 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 not like no other event and to be clear they don't it's not full-on sex it's a play area for bondage and what i love about the rubberist is they really get off on like they have um those polishing wheels the, buffers. the, the electric buffers Mm -hmm. and so they'll just tie someone down on a table they don't have to pull out any genitals at all they usually don't yeah yes they know there are no genitals ever shown usually don't yeah so like whenever i edit the vlogs for this like if anything i'm like blurring out a butt because there's people that are you know walking around with their ass out yeah 
Um, but there's literally, there's no sex happening. It's all play. It's all teaching. It's all like just having a good time. And rubberists love fully colored latex, almost full body suits, which I have my hats off. I cannot wear yeah. that for more than an hour. Well I, done, rubber I people. sweat like a pig. Um, but they look, they, they look so, you just want to mm, squish them oh, and oh, pinch them. Oh. They, they look like. Oh. candy they're so Sometimes, yummy yeah. looking you just want to lick them all over I well just i wouldn't do that vivishine does not taste good i know shining products and then you don't do it and you're like that <laughs> also <laughs> y'all don't come into our booth and shine yourself off please oh my god i was so i i almost fell at least five different well, times well that, that was weekend. my fault Daddy, how dare you? Pup I wasn't trying was to. I wasn't and, trying to. I wasn't trying to call and you. So out. I sprayed him down, and then it dripped on the floor, and it was just like a. It was a, a, ta- a hazard. Is a puppy trap. It was a hazard. <laughs> he was on the ground. Also, oh. the, mm-hmm. if you notice, half the pictures that I took have this lovely Barbara Walters fog. RuPaul's Drag Race season one filter <laughs> filter because everyone is in Vivishine and and lube Luby. lube Luby. everywhere. I don't uh, the lube filter. You know. So every time you picked up your phone, someone had just rubbed it all yeah. over. Every time I hugged someone, my glasses were covered in lube. So. There's still I still see, I yeah. know it's, it's still not off. But um, what what would you give the event? Is, oh, from zero to ten. Ten out of ten. Oh, I'd give it an eleven. Oh yeah. Oh, um, we had a lovely time. I everyone was asking me after the event, like, oh my god, how was it? What was the what what was so great about? Like, what was the the it thing this year? And I was just like, honestly, I cannot even differentiate this year from a previous year. And that is the best compliment because it was post COVID. We were all wearing masks and it just felt like another MIR. So I will say that that was pretty amazing because it was truly a fully masked event at all times. Even the ones in gas masks had masks under their masks. We had come off of three week tour of, we had done uh, Minneapolis Austin, Texas, Texas, Houston, Texas, no mass in Texas whatsoever. Palm Springs, that was outdoors, but and you feel like California is pretty. Everyone was vaccinated, vaccinated. the California one. I couldn't say the same about Texas. No. And then, but MIR, fully vaccinated, uh, fully masked. And they had a little app too. Safest. Yeah, they had had their shit down. Like called Bindle or Bimble or Bumbler or something like that. And, you know, uh, Every gender was represented there. Yeah, so that's, every that's the other thing that I liked. Um, it just it, even though it's called MIR, Mister International Rubber, um, everyone is you welcome. Can't t- and you can't tell and having fun what someone's identity is if they're in a drone gimp if suit. If honestly, gimp, you can't tell. You can't tell gym, gender in gimps. Yeah, no, I mean, well, you could, you could, but I'm, what I'm saying is like gear doesn't see gen- butt plugs don't see gender so like we shouldn't either especially at those kinds of events like everyone's yeah. just there to have a good time you know and i think that's what i love about mir is just the energy the people the gear oh their contest they put on such a good it's so show fun. it's yeah. like it's like a it's done in a theater they have an opening number they have amazing hosts and it just it's very fun skits they're yeah, they've got a whole opening number. The the MCs this year were phenomenal. Shout out to Lucy Stool specifically. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Lovely uh, POC drag queen. That's just hilarious. And uh, speaking of, I think this is a perfect way to end is uh, show tunes at Sidetracks. Oh, at Sidetracks, which is very fun. That's a good. Yeah, and, so, and for us, you know, so everyone leaves the show when it's 
over, but we still have to pack up 28 boxes of merchandise. So how how long did it take to set up the first day? First day, it took about eight hours. And then we cleaned up on that last day. One hour. One freaking (laughs) hour. We had a lot of help, though. A lot of people volunteered to help us. That was great. We had some help, but it was just the... like, And we just got the gear back today. Everything was still packed up nicely. We did a real good job. So we are packing up for Claw next weekend. We are. So by the time this goes up... I think this goes up Claw Weekend, actually. So, oh, so we're in L.A. Come see us. We'll see you. In, yeah, if L.A. L.A. peeps, come on down. L.A. Claw Bonaventure Hotel downtown. We are there. And come, come see us. Yeah, be there or be square. Do people still say that? I do. Okay. Regardless, though, um, thank you, Chicago. Thank you, Texas. Thank you, Californians who are in Palm Springs. And thank you, Minneapolis as well. We've had a really, really amazing month this last month, just traveling, getting to see people. And you know what we didn't get? COVID. Oh, no, we didn't. No, so knock on, I'm not saying I want it. I'm just saying masks work, vaccines work, I'm getting my social distancing tomorrow. works. Please be respectful of spaces. Wear a mask if you're indoors and it's obviously not well ventilated. And if you're outdoors, just be respectful. Ask for a hug before you go in for that hug, okay? Mm-hmm. Because look at us. Look at us. Look we, at us. We did it. We, we did survived. it. I mean, we're still we're still doing stuff. We're still gonna look. We're looking forward to MAL. We're looking forward to the IML down the line. Um, but if you're looking to find us, Daddy, where can they do that? Uh, you can find me at mrchristopher.com or Christopher Weston on Twitter. And you can find me everywhere at PupAmp or PupAmp.com. Uh, but this has been What's Your Safe Worth, the podcast that's got a few kinks. Don't know how the hell you got here if you didn't know the name of the podcast. But you can also find us on What's the Safe Word pretty much everywhere. And uh, Daddy, do you have any last words? Um, Leave us with some wisdom of of yours. Oh God, I never have wisdom right off the. You top always of my have head. wisdom. Not off the top of my head. What's on top of your head right now? Oh, my collar. Yeah. So give us some collar collar wisdom. What's what's it? What's a first rule of collaring? Uh, make sure you condition it. If it's oh leather. well, that's been a, a drawer for a bit. I don't. Yeah, I've that's got why my, it's so itchy. I've got my collar. Jesus Christ. And we will see y'all next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Would you, would you say that was collateral damage? <laughs> you would say that. I would not say Buckle that. Buckle up, Daddy. We're about to go on another trip. Woo! In our favorite rocket ship. Going through the skies. Are we doing Little another podcast Einstein. in the car? Oh, uh, I don't know. We could. you want to? Sure. Okay. Let's get another microphone this time, though, because yeah. that one microphone last time, me going back and forth, that no, was No, I kind of like that. I felt no, like I was I being hated interviewed. It. <laughs> I hated it. And people in the fucking cars were like, what the hell what are the they doing? Going on? Well, we did. Let's not do it at night yeah, this time with the, the dome lights on. Well, we, okay. Again, I didn't, I didn't have the right cords. I'm